Do you hear about slavery for 400 years? For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. People were taught how to think, we're taught how to feel. We don't know how to think for ourselves, we don't know how to feel for ourselves. People say feel free, but they don't really want us to feel free. This is not your average podcast. Hood Scholarship. Welcome to Hood Scholarship. It's your boy Kalani Starr back again with another installment of Kalani Starr Presents Hood Scholarship. Where we'll be correcting one of the most infamous verses from one of the most infamous chapters out of the Holy Bible and showing how it affects our mentality today from moving forward as a people. But before we get to that, if you haven't already, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Enter yourself a chance to win free Hood Scholarship merchandise. Be sure to follow on Facebook and Instagram to get the information for each episode. But let's get to the business at hand. As a former member of the Hebrew Israelite community, I understand the feeling of empowerment you get from learning the doctrine of being the chosen people of the Bible. However, with great power comes great responsibility. And oftentimes, the inability to read the text in its original language will have you indoctrinated with a philosophy presumptuous to what's really being said. Per doctrine, the way to establish if you're an Israelite comes from the ability to link yourself to the curses of Deuteronomy 28. Most specifically, Deuteronomy 28, 68, which states in the King James Version, And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships, by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again. And there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. Now, after years of dissecting the significance and importance of this verse over and over, the part that stood out to me most is when the text says, Ye shall be sold unto your enemies. Now, many people have a strong emotional connection to the KJV as the authoritative quote unquote word of God. But before we get into the KJV, let's go a little further in history. About a half a decade prior to the 1611 KJV being released, which puts us in a time where the first mass published mechanically printed Bible was made available directly to the public and reigned as the supreme English translation called the Geneva Bible. The complete Geneva Bible was published in 1560, roughly 51 years before the King James Version. And when cross-referencing the two sources, we see a major discrepancy in the text Uh of Deuteronomy 28.68. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way, whereof I said unto thee, Thou shalt see it no more again. And there ye shall sell yourselves unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and there shall no buyer. So in the Geneva Bible, the text says, ye shall sell yourselves, shifting the blame back to the original narrative of the Bible. Throughout scriptures, it's evident that the children of Israel continuously put themselves in bondage for not following the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. Yet for some odd reason, the KJV doesn't parallel that thought in the final verse of Deuteronomy 28. But like the Bible states, the way to establish truth is from the mouth of two or three witnesses. So let's not stop at the Geneva Bible. Let's dig a little deeper into the actual language and the translation of the verb and its usage. The verb used in the biblical Hebraic text is makad, which means to sell. And in Deuteronomy 28.68, we can see that the verb has a stem attached to it, which is called the hip stem. 
The hipaeal stem could be read as passive, meaning the verb is done to him, or reflexive, meaning he does it to himself. So with the hipaeal stem attached to makar, we come up with the term hipmakar. The last two characters, the tau and the mem, signifies the verb, which is in the perfect tense, speaking in second person plural, rendering the verb to hitmakatem, which literally reads, they sold themselves. Yet the King James Version gives us the passive reading of the verb saying, they will be sold. But for the most telling of tales to establish truth, let's not look no further than the KJV and two other times in scriptures where the verb makar is used almost identically. However, instead of the KJV translating it as passive, as was done in Deuteronomy 28:68, they correctly translate into the reflexive, showing that the translators of the KJV were obviously aware of the proper rendering of the verb. They just chose not to implement it in Deuteronomy 28:68. The two other witnesses within the KJV itself comes from 1 Kings 21:25, which states, But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. As well as 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 17, which states, They caused their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire, and used divination and enchantments, and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, to provoke him to anger. Now granted, in the Greek Septuagint, which dates all the way back to 3rd century BCE, being the oldest known text of the Old Testament from the Hebrew scripts that are no longer survived, the translator translates Deuteronomy 28:68 as did the KJV. However, in similar fashion to the King James Version, the Septuagint also renders the verb as reflexive in both 1 Kings 21:25 and 2 Kings 17 and 17, establishing truth and making it a universal standing that the literal reading for Deuteronomy 2868 should be, and ye sold yourselves. Now you may ask, what's the big deal? You got sold, you sold yourself, same thing, right? Wrong, Wrong. sir. The reading of the verb being rendered as you got sold breeds a doctrine of blame shifting. You have camps on the corners constantly blaming the quote-unquote enemy when in actuality it was no more than the israelites themselves who didn't follow the laws statutes and commandments of the most high the narrative is followed throughout the scriptures the children of israel were constantly being punished due to their lack of loyalty to their god but more importantly the act of taking responsibility for your actions is the most adult thing you could do pushing scripture aside we're talking about a mentality that takes on patterns and these patterns are practiced and used throughout one's life when the foundation of your belief is predicated on the victim role then you're going to lean on that foundation in every aspect of your life which is why if you back the bible then you should have been backing kanye when he said you hear about slavery for 400 years for 400 years that sounds like a choice because in essence, that's what it was. Right. It was the choice of the Israelites to not follow the Most High. And like any Hebrew Israelite will tell you, the entire chapter of Deuteronomy 28 is the blessings and curses of the Most High. Verses 1 through 14 being the blessings that will be bestowed upon them for following God. And verses 15 through 68, the curses that will fall upon them for not following God. So there is no enemy, no enemy but themselves, no enemy but yourself. In Robert Greene's 33 Strategies of War, Part 1, Self-Directed Warfare, he states, Your mind is the starting point of all war and all strategy, 
a mind that is easily overwhelmed by emotion that is rooted in the past instead of the present that cannot see the world with clarity and urgency will create strategies that will always miss the mark. And the strategy here is moving forward. Far too often in our community, we use the excuse that the man is holding us back when actuality is the placebo effect we've placed on ourselves falling into the same old trap of blame shifting. It's the universal law of karma. Your actions will dictate the karma you receive. You reap what you sow. And the strategy of blame shifting has missed its mark. It's time to tighten up as individuals first and then as a nation. Wage war on your mind. Destroy that old foundation and find that ability within yourself to regain that connection that the colonizers ripped away from the ancestors. So until next time, stay sourced up and beware of bad translations that can have a negative effect on your psyche. Hood scholarship. Hood scholarship. This is not your average podcast. People were taught how to think. We're taught how to feel. We don't know how to think for ourselves. We don't know how to feel for ourselves. People say feel free, but they don't really want us to feel free. Good scholarship.